Ready to boost sales and grow your business without the BS? Welcome to the Business Growth Show. I'm Sam Dunning, a digital marketing, sales, and business growth evangelist. Tune in and subscribe today as I'll be interviewing business leaders, experts, and entrepreneurs from around the globe. We'll be sharing actionable tips across marketing, sales, and growth without the BS to help you skyrocket your business. And welcome back to a fresh episode of the Business Growth Show. I'm your host, Sam Dunning, co-owner over at webchoiceuk.com. And today, I am joined by Stephen Hodges, returning guest back to the show. Stephen's the CEO over at Boson Hub, Boson Hub Digital Development. He's an instructor of business and computer science over at Oregon State University, and he's also an adjunct professor. Stephen, welcome back, sir. How are you doing, man? I was good. You make me feel like a big deal. You have this really nice intro, and then, oh, returning guest, uh, I'm just, I'm just Steven. I, <laughs> I, uh, I just like to do uh, uh, my my business and I just like to do my teaching. But when I come onto this podcast, you make me feel like I'm a big deal. So next time, if you could get the virtual red carpet out, maybe some laser light. <laughs> it. It's coming up, man. Okay. Up. Uh, we'll all all the way agent. from, all the way from US to the UK. We'll make it happen somehow. That would be a powerful laser. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, dude. So last time we talked all about Google My Business, we are shifting the focus, which went down really well. Some great reviews on that that episode. Now, we're going to be talking about why website security is so important. So first of all, Stephen, why why do we need to think about our site? Why do we need to think about how secure it is? So uh, recently, at least here in the U.S., there have been some really high-profile hackings. Uh, There was a a meat manufacturing company, and then there was a, a pipeline um, that both of them were held hostage and they got hacked. They got hacked. And wow. um, there was a lot of warning that they had knowing that there were some vulnerabilities in these systems. Um, and so, I mean, that's obviously for massive companies, but even for the mom and pop shops and for web pages like your web page and my web page and a WordPress yep. web page, all of that's so important to secure and at least go through some very basic, you know, IT management, password policies and things like that. Um, because, it's it's a headache. It's an absolute headache. And there's some very simple things that you can do to prevent that headache because you want to run your business. I want to run my business. And we want to make sure that our clients or whomever we're serving is taken care of. And if we have to deal with our gosh darn web page or someone's holding our computer hostage, we're, we're not making value for anybody. So that, that's the biggest reason that security should be something that is mostly automatic if you have the right safeguards in place and then you have a policy or a game plan in place in the event that something happens. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and what are, when we think of an unsecure site, let's look at perhaps worst case scenario, kind of lawsuits, losing money, losing customers, customers' details getting stolen. What are some of the kind of worst cases um, of, of your website being hacked or some kind of vulnerability happening and what are some of the milder cases so people can kind of get an idea of absolute worst case and absolute mild case and then perhaps we can chat about kind of signs to look out for sure sure so worst case scenario is if you have something maybe like an e-commerce website um, if you have an e-commerce website that is you know, making money or maybe running subscriptions and if that is out of date or if there are some vulnerabilities or things that need to be updated, um, if that is is down and you can't run subscriptions and people can't buy things from you, you're actively losing money. Um, yep. There's also um, uh, reputation. 
So if you have someone and or you're running a, a SEO campaign, so Web Choice UK is running an awesome SEO campaign or you're running Google ads to something, you know, you can obviously tailor back your Google ads. But for you know, SEO, because of the, you know, the slow growth and, the, and, and that goes into that and then you have to you can't necessarily just turn that off. And so that sure. reputation and reputation management is really, really important. Um, and even things like you know, having your website um, say not secure in the corner. You know, um, I think that a lot more people are aware of maybe if a website looks old or if a website says not secure, doesn't have an SSL certificate. Those are lesser case scenarios. Um, any of that is is are, are things that can be actively managed and you can do some proactive things that are very, very simple. Put things in place to be able to prevent that from becoming a really big issue. Yeah. 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 Great point in terms of kind of e-commerce. If you if you've got a bunch of customers and something goes wrong, you could immediately lose all your sales overnight. Um, brand reputation, if, if your site goes down, people try and search for it, it doesn't appear, then you've probably lost a, a bunch of revenue in terms of ad spend and also what people think of your company if you can't mm-hmm. keep your site running. Um, yeah. And I guess also if you're not in the e-commerce market, if you've just got a site that perhaps kind of has user accounts or has some kind of CRM linked on the back of it, so you, you could lose a bunch of data, which could even be, be more inc- could be even be more catastrophic depending oh, on what's yeah. on the back of it and, mm-hmm. and what you're storing and if that goes if that goes into the world then you could be absolutely screwed right true yeah if you have something operationally again like you know there's literally a pipeline that controlled a lot of the uh crude oil flow in the eastern part of the united states that got hacked and mm. those, those systems were all operated and if you think about i mean IOT, the Internet of Things and getting things connected is really convenient a lot of the times because you can manage a lot of things. But when you get those things connected, I mean, they could they could be hacked. Um, And so everything from those massive operational systems that you're either losing data or you're trying to serve people, especially if it's, again, things like e-commerce that people expect things so quickly or I mean, crude oil flow um, all the way down to what if someone tries to Google your site and if it says this site might be hacked. And that is not a good day when Google <laughs> thinks that there's something wrong with your site. Uh, that reputation, because Google, if they refer to your website, that reputation management is really important. I'm sure you've heard that on this podcast before because Sam uh, you know, helps our company with that. Uh, and so that reputation is really, really important. And people are really like, Mm-mm. if Google says it's hacked, not going to touch it. No way. Exactly. If someone flicks onto your site or sees your listing on Google and it, there's any any kind of scary warning signs, then that, that is that's gone. That's that customer gone. Um, so are there any telltale signs, Stephen, that we need to look at? Perhaps we're listening or we're watching in and we're thinking, oh, damn, I'm, I want to make sure my website's in a secure state straight, straight away. Are there any signs that we need to look out for before we kind of go into actionable tips here? Are there any signs that we can kind of just have a glance at either the, the front end, the visual of our site? Or we need to look into the code just to kind of, I guess, do a, a basic health check as such. Yeah, I, I should probably preface that the the big focus on at least my expertise is going to be specifically within WordPress websites. Uh, WordPress websites are you know 30% of the internet. There's a lot of people probably listening to the show that use WordPress, whether they know it or not. Uh, it's just <laughs> such a powerful CMS that a lot of people know. I know that uh, Sam has built some custom PHP um, web pages before, and, and that's a completely different thing. And like operational systems, you know, that's massive and that's huge. But I, specifically because of who I deal with a lot of times, small, medium-sized businesses that have WordPress websites. Um, the the big, big, big thing, updates. Updates right. 
are so massively important. Um, and it used to be really, really dangerous, almost, well, dangerous is not the right word, but it, it was up in the air on if you updated something, if your site would break. It's because WordPress has plugins, themes, and core. And especially when WordPress comes out with massive core updates or if like a security patch or something like that, because it powers 30% of the internet, it's so important to stay on top of those updates. So um, I, I sometimes will onboard into a website and then they have like, you know, 30 updates that are available. And I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. And this is a massive, massive, massive uh, red flag. And if you've done an update and it's something broken on the site um, and you know that you need to fix it, fix it immediately. Um, I, and, and I do mean immediately. Um, whatever you need to do, either building a child theme, finding a new plugin or whatever it is, um, that should be top, top priorities, making sure that your website can be um, can, can get patches because a lot of times, a lot of those patches that come through, it's because there's a vulnerability that was found and then that patch goes through. And then if you, if you update the plugin and then suddenly you lose your ability to schedule clients or whatever it is, finding, finding a, a new pivot, um, is, is a really, really important thing. That's probably the biggest, biggest flag. Gotcha. And in terms of updating the platform, so you're, you're quite right, WordPress quite regularly needs updates and as do many other website platforms that you might design or build your site on. Is that something we can just jump in and do ourselves, and we can just literally click update, bang, done? Or is it something we should get the help of perhaps a more specialist developer or is it a bit of both? Yeah, so I'm I'm a, I'm a teacher, so I'm always about empowering you know the end user, being educated about what's going on, and so there are really two approaches to this. You know, if you want to do everything yourself, or if you don't maybe have the budget to hire a professional, um, you can absolutely go about this. However, um, there are a couple of very inexpensive tools that you can use that they do cost money, but they're worth every single penny. Um, one of them is I use a suite called WPMU. Um, they're an Australian company and uh, they have a system that if there's an update and then if your site breaks, it'll automatically uh, bounce back um, automatically, which is really, really great. Um, and so we have those set up on a lot of our client web pages that it'll do it. And then if there's an issue, it rolls back. And then I get an email saying, hey, there's some this something that go, goes wrong. Um, and historically, um, previous to maybe about WordPress 5.2, um, there were a lot of changes that came through, particularly like when um, you know Gutenberg came along and stuff like that. There were a lot of potential breakages. Um, in my experience though, and we, you know, we actively manage a couple hundred web pages, um, it's it's pretty rare these days if the web page is built properly. Um, there's also, I'm a big fan of a company called SiteGround. SiteGround has daily backups. So if you okay. go through and yeah, I mean it, you can literally click update, 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 and you could, and then you check your website and that's all you got. That's all you got to do. Open it up, clear your cache, open it up in the incognito window and look through your website. And if it's all good, it's great. And if something doesn't work, you, you can click and you can restore in what, five, 10 minutes, however long it takes for your website to, to, to restore. Um, yep. Those are, and SiteGround's a little bit more expensive than other hosting companies. WPMU for one site's like 15 bucks a month on its own. So the, I'm, these tools do have a cost, but if you want to do the and if you want to do everything yourself that that's worth every single penny you know and if you you're heaven forbid your website gets hacked if you have those daily backups whether it's the wpmu daily backups or siteground daily backups um you can do that you know there's a couple of um premium like siteground has their premium it's 20 bucks a year um for their premium site scanner service or whatever it is um 
you know, it, that's worth every penny because if there's something that happens, you have somebody that you can talk to and, and they can help you through it. And it's very, very minor investment. Now, if you are at a point in your business where you're like, you know, what, I need to pass this off to a professional. Um, there are professionals like myself and uh, Sam, I, I think that you do this as well as part of, part of your, your services that you um, maintain websites, because if you're maintaining, you're actively maintaining and you're doing little by little, that's way better than being like massive update massive update, yep. massive update. And then doing things like, okay, well, I know that I have to build a child theme and then bringing in a professional um, and working with your budget. You know, a lot of us are willing to do that depending on where we can partner with you. Nice. Well, that's, that's useful certainly as a starting point, making sure that your, your site's regularly updated and you're kind of keeping plugins up to date. You're keeping the platform itself up to date and Absolutely. Hosting, making sure you've got something whereby your site is regularly backed up. So if there is an issue, you can switch to a past version of your site and yeah. um, get something back up and running as soon as. So any other kind of key points that are really important that we need to kind of check over either regularly or something we need to check right now? Uh, yeah, so there there is a company called um, iTheme, um, and iThemes is a wonderful company that makes uh, they make their own security plugin called iTheme Security Pro. Um, I, they, very, very inexpensive plugin. Um, having those paid plugins is, is a really big difference versus pr free plugins. Okay. Um, and so they come out with a security digest um, and you can sign up for those. Um, so I, I bought their, their suite probably, you know, five, six years ago, about a lifetime, you know, it was one of those lifetime deal things. And so I'm stuck with them forever. Um, <laughs> and so I get uh, backup buddy. So I, I use backup buddy. So not only do I use, you know, daily backups, um, on SiteGround, but I use backup buddy because that backs it up to, um, uh, Dropbox. And so okay. I have my client pages that in the event that there is like, I don't know, SiteGround is backed by Google, and so I don't really have any concern about either of those going down. Um, but as a just-in-case, I have a copy of it there. And so in the event that you do get hacked, like massively hacked or whatever it is, someone you know logs in and deletes all your backups and stuff like that, it's on Dropbox. And so yeah. uh, th those types of things you know go a very, very long way. But iTheme comes out with a digest of different vulnerabilities. And so they come out with it, I want to say, uh, it's like once a week. And again, these are the types of things that we keep on top of because, you know, we manage a couple hundred sites for our clients. And if there's something that's like, well, you know, the automated, um, you know, the automated uh, update's going to go through in three days. Oh, this needs to get done now. And in general, at least for the small and medium sized businesses, it's not urgent, urgent, but sometimes it is, especially e-commerce website. If yep. you have clients that, if you have uh, e-commerce or any sort of web page that you have customers that have their own logins, those are the websites that are really important because, uh, in general, people have very weak passwords. In general, people never change those passwords, and those passwords are the same for everybody. So, really, staying on top of it, and that's where you have to decide as a business owner: Do you want to hire someone who's going to take care of it for you for $120 a month, or is this something that you want to do yourself? That's up to you. Gotcha. Passwords is a great point. So, I mean, we've we've taken over many customers' sites where their password literally to their own what's called a content management system, but that's just jargon for your website's admin dashboard where you can log in and, and control your website content or if you're e-commerce, your products. Mm -hmm. So your website admin dashboard where they've literally been admin or admin123, um, So which isn't going to be too tricky for a hacker to to tap into and, and steal all your data or your, your sales or whatever they're after or your code um, and do as they wish. So any... 
any tips around kind of your own site and making sure that you have a sound password and any considerations there? Yeah, so per personally, the best practice is to change your passwords every three months. And that is, that is something that the vast majority of people don't actually do. Right. However, there are some wonderful, and again, this is from like a personal point of view, for your own passwords, there's some wonderful password management tools that are either free or a couple dollars a month that will help with the automation, with automatic login. And no longer is it something that's like, well, I need to think about what it is in the top of my head. It's like, well, I mean, there probably should be a, like a master password that you should be able to figure out on the top of your head, whatever that looks like. Um, but using some sort of ma um, password management system, um, LastPass was one of the most famous and well-known ones. Uh, okay. there's, a, there's a company called Bitwarden um, yep. that is that is one. Um, you know, some people uh, just use their browser to store their passwords, and that's not always the most secure thing in the world. Um, sure. It, it, it depends it depends on on who you are and how you have your devices um, you know I, I have had clients that get, get upset when I set email up on their phone it requires them to put a lock on their phone um, I mean that that device if someone is able to get into your device that is a portal into your soul and so from a personal point of view you kind of want to you kind of want to clean that up and then you need to assume again if you have um, contractors or if you have Anyone else that has a login to your website, you need to assume that they have forgotten about changing their password or that those passwords will get um, leaked at some point. And so um, Defender, which is through WPMU, has yeah. a tool that automatically requires passwords to be changed from your clients every once in a while. And okay. that messaging is sometimes a little bit tricky because you don't want to send out a message be like, you have to change your password because the assumption is that, oh, something happened and is my credit card safe and blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. Um, you have to make sure that you're being very clear to be like, because we care about you and we care about your safety and security. And because Home Depot got hacked, Target got hacked, you know, everyone got hacked. Uh, we require our, our clients to change their passwords every couple, couple months. And if you want to get rid of this account with us, no big deal, click this button. And um, Defender makes that happen, and you can do all of that. That's a new thing that they do. Um, and you can also do things like Defender has a threshold of, you know, five. I think it's uh, I have it set to five logins, which on a okay. bigger site, uh, if you do five bad logins, your IP automatically gets blocked, or you say you have to talk to the uh, the admin. That that can get a little cumbersome. But however, um, I do that for some of my clients as well because um, I, I take care of that and say, hey you're there's somebody who's trying to log in with you i've deleted your account whatever it is so, so that customer service management part um that that just goes a very very long way again these tools whether it's wpmu or siteground um has their own security plugin that they just released this morning um right. or whether it's iTheme security word fence is a great one whatever it is installing it configuring it and then staying on top of it those yep. things will go a very very long way to prevent a headache yeah, so make sure you check out those those plugins, guys. And just to kind of hone in on what Stephen's talking about is essentially kind of getting those things set up and also ultimately, I guess, and correct me if I'm wrong, Stephen, is if if a hacker is trying to get into your site, usually they'll have some way of guessing the, the logins to your admin side of your website. So if they have X amount of wrong attempts, so let's say it's three, it might be five attempts, then they, they're... IP, so how they connect to the internet gets completely blocked, completely shut down from connecting to your website. So that's kind of one of the main goals of these sites, as well as giving you a secure password, essentially blocking these yeah. guys from getting in. 
Yeah, I do. I mean, I do get that a lot. Like, why in the world would someone want to hack my website? And and a lot of times it's bots. So a lot of times it's bots and they randomize their IP addresses. And so they'll try one IP address that gets blocked and they'll go to another, go to another, go to another. And um, th that does happen. And it's completely random because they're just looking for, they cast a super wide net. And the moment you get one of those websites, I mean, you could, you could do things where you, you know, put like a key logger on it where you start capturing credit card information. Um, you could literally hold the website hostage to say like, well, you know, in, in order to get this website back, you have to send, you know, a Bitcoin to us. Um, you know, people, people have that happen on their own personal computers as well. Um, yep. I've, I've had to, even though I haven't worked in IT in years, uh, I've had to get, get, go through some of those things. And that's, that's what happened with like the pipeline in the um, manufacturing company in, in the United States is that they said you had to pay, you know, millions of dollars in order to get this released. And it's like, Nobody wants to go through that situation. So if you're willing to do a couple of very minor things up front and then have a game plan in place, be like, oh, I know exactly what we're doing. Um, security doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be hard. You know, have being able to pull a backup and whether you're getting educated or you're hiring a professional, it's just like take that take that burden off you. It does not have to be scary. Um, you want to run your business. You don't want to have to worry about this stuff. Yeah, exactly right. And I suppose it's the last thing you're going to think about, right? Your website going down, you just trust that it's going to tick along nicely, do what you need it to do, whether that's generate leads or generate sales or whatever you want to get out of your website, be be a good brand building piece, whatever. So if, it, if, it, that, if something scary like this does happen, just make sure like Stephen's been going through that you have got appropriate hosting, you've got appropriate backups, you're keeping your site updated. You're installing security plugins, whether it is for your passwords or to stop kind of brute force attacks. Um, I mean, one quick point on my side is doesn't happen so much anymore. But um, I think you touched on it a little bit earlier, Stephen, making sure you've got an SSL certificate, which is yeah. basically when you when you do a search for a site, you see the padlock in the in the search and you see the HTTPS um, colon slash slash and then the website address. Um, important for a couple reasons, actually. Now, First of all, it's a Google ranking factor. So you haven't got, if you haven't got an SSL certificate, Google might downrank your site. And they also flag it as unsecure, which is going to ruin your brand reputation if someone tries to click on your website. Um, and secondly, it, it does help against the, the security side of things and, and keeps your website secure against certain bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. Are there any kind of smaller ones like that piece, Stephen, that we've not yet covered? Yeah, so SSL is, is the industry standard, just like you said. Um, ranking factors it, it does it does matter but more so it's the reputation so again people want to just like you said people want to feel safe when they click on something yeah um, and google you know google is what what 80 percent of what people use or something crazy like that and so you know they they tie in with each other and there's a big huge thing being like uh, -uh. if you go to like a um like safari i mean it's a big red screen says like this site is not secure and that could happen to you and a lot of reputable hosts will give you a free SSL certificate and that will be sufficient for most people. So like my website, that's what we use. It's because it's an informational website and it does a very basic job. Now, if you're running an e-commerce website, there are always upsells and these companies always upsell. There's a company called Komodo um, that they're kind of the industry standard. And I do recommend going with a, with a better SSL if you're managing again, credit card information, et cetera, especially for things like PCI compliance. Um, but having that, most reputable hosts will give that to you for free. So including, again, SiteGround. SiteGround, it's a one-click install and then and it takes like two minutes and then one click to get HTTPS in force. And then their, their plugin just manages all of that for you. And that goes 
a very, very long way. And it's little things like that, that, that make a really big difference. And yes, that does help with your site security as well. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, we've covered some, some good ground. Are there any other kind of more basic or lesser known things that we just need to perhaps be aware of, whether that is just making sure that users feel comfortable and secure and kind of have confidence when they're on our site or any other points that we just need to have in place to, to essentially make sure our site's not going to get hacked and it's going to be safe and, and secure for the longer term? Yeah, so websites are, are living and breathing things. You know, they are, are constantly changing and they should be constantly changing. That's good for SEO, right? You want to have dynamic content on there, but you also yep. want to make sure that things are staying updated. And if you build a website from, the scr from scratch that's WordPress, I use Divi a lot. You know, get rid of any plugins that you don't need, um, any plugins that, that are no longer supported. Just get rid of them. Building a website that is as skinny as possible. Um, get rid of all the, the plugins that you don't need. Don't just plug install plugins just because you can. Um, I, I see, I, I see that quite a bit. Um, another, yeah. another thing is uh, PHP um, you know, get, gets updated every once in a while as well. And so there are new, um, I think uh, 8.0 just came out and it's, it's still in beta. And then the majority of my websites just moved from 7.3 to 7.4. I get most reputable hosts that should be automatic. However, that's something to keep in mind. And then the best practice for doing updates is start at the server level. So you start with PHP then you do WordPress core, then you do theme, and then you do plugins if you're doing it manually. Um, and, and every single time you click an update, you just check the site, check the site, check the site, check the site. Um, and that, that's how you go about it. That's how you, and, and that's so vitally important that you're doing touch points on your own website several times. It's not just like it was you know, 10, 15 years ago that you make a website and just kind of slap it up there and expect it to live on forever. Um, yeah. you, you do have to do maintenance. Um, it's just kind of the, the the nature of how web pages work. So that's I guess the biggest key is that if you're if you have a website and it's a you know the external facing portal of your business, whether it's a lead generation tool or whether it's a validation tool to be like, hey, I'm a valid and legit company, um, you need to be poking at it at least a couple times a month. Yeah, solid points, man. So mm -hmm. um and just to reinforce what, what Steve was saying there, if you're constantly adding plugins or add-ons or bolt-ons to your site, not only is it going to perhaps compromise your security if some of those go out of date, but your site's going to become cumbersome and clunky, and it's probably going to slow your page speed down. Um, there's nothing worse. Literally, the, one of the worst things that a website can be is slow loading. Is It might affect your Google page speed, but worse than that, if someone clicks on your site and it takes three, four, five seconds to load, they're going to get bored, frustrated, tired, and head to a competitor that gives them a better experience. Mm -hmm. um, and like Stephen was touching on, if you're, if you're regularly checking your website, updating your content, that's going to be great for SEO because Google loves fresh, regularly updated, helpful content. Um, and one final point is, like Stephen said, it's a, your website literally is a living organism that's live 24-7. So make sure you are testing things, which isn't so much on security. But if you are running e-commerce, regularly testing on your end that the payment processing is working smoothly or if you're more of an informational or lead gen site testing out your inquiry forms making sure they actually come through to you okay which is an error we see all the time where people that come to us and say my inquiry forms aren't working well have you tested them lately um, and likewise making sure your phone numbers are all up to date it's just basics um, which aren't quite along the security lines but just making sure that your website's working hard for you and ultimately, if you're paying money on marketing or advertising, you want to make sure this site works as smoothly as possible to feed you leads or feed you sales or stand up for your brand. Um, anything else you'd like to close out on on your end, Stephen? 
Yeah, but I'm so glad you mentioned about contact forms. Um, we we use Ninja Forms. Ninja Forms is my go-to. A lot of people use Gravity Forms or Contact Forms Seven as kind of the industry standard. But sure. I really really like Ninja Forms. Uh, it, there's a free version, and then uh, of course we have we have the paid version. Um, I'm a big believer in in the paid versions of these things, and it's like it's like fifty bucks a year, and it stores all of these submissions on the website. Which is, so if there's ever an issue with your email or whatever, you can go onto your website and all of your submissions are there. However, you want to make you want to make sure that you have your site secured. So in the event that someone tries to hack in, then they get all your con customer contact. Don't want to lose those leads. That's it. Nope. And then spam uh, reCAPTCHA is uh, is a free tool, and it's through Google, and you can install that and integrate it very easily with um, with Ninja Forms. And that's one thing I had clients that are like, oh, we got rid of this because I was getting all of the spam. It's like either that or there's a couple anti spam. Uh, plugins that you can put on your website, but just yeah. use Captcha. It's so easy. Get that inquiry form on there. Get those leads. Very, very good point to end on Captcha. So just just to dive in that a bit deeper, we've installed those on a few customer sites recently because I'm sure if you're a business owner, you've got an information based site. If you've not got one of these, you probably get a lot of dummy or spam inquiries or offshore inquiries about all kinds of nonsense. If you something called Captcha or Recapture. Um, which is spelled C-A-P-T-C-H-A, I believe. Um, and basically, it's a little tick box you can put under your inquiry form. You tick it, and sometimes, if you if you do a special recapture one, people have to click, like, which image is the bicycle. They choose choose the right images. It proves you're not a robot. Yeah, filters out a bunch of spam and um, save, saves you going through 100 emails a day that are probably a load of nonsense. So, um, yeah, that's definitely Absolutely. worth installing. Nice ad. Cool. Stephen, as always... Absolute pleasure. Thanks for going through some some of the basics and some of the more detailed um, things when it comes to securing your website and giving yourself and your business peace of mind as well as your customers. With that, sir, please do tell us more about how we can learn from you, how we can connect with you, and the best way to get in touch. Uh, best way to get in touch is that we are on Facebook, Boson Hub Digital Development. I'm also on LinkedIn, Stephen Hodges. Uh, I think my handle is Stephen M. Hodges. Uh, there's only one of me. I have the same grin every single time, just like this. Um, and I always give uh, uh, an hour of free consulting. So if you hear this and you want a free hour of consult, I always do one hour uh, just to send you in the right direction. Again, I'm also a teacher. And so I'm always willing to do that. And then we can either figure out, hey, are we going to host? Are we going to ma uh, maintain this? Or am I going to send you to a place like SiteGround? Um, so that's the best way to get a hold of me is that our Facebook page is uh, Boson Hub Digital Development, um, bosonhub.com, and also on LinkedIn, Stephen M. Hodges. Nice one, Stephen. We'll put all of those links over on the show notes, which will be at businessgrowth.marketing. And if you haven't yet installed Google My Business, we had an episode a few months back with Stephen all about Google My Business, why you need that, why you need to come up on local search, how that can help you build your brand, generate more calls, generate more inquiries, build your brand reputation reviews. So be sure to check out that episode. And with that, I want to thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, do hit subscribe. We share actionable tips across um, marketing every week with business leaders as well as myself. And we'll catch you on the next episode. We'll get those uh, get those confetti cannons ready, right? <laughs> That's it. All guns blazing. Cheers, guys. See ya. Are you tired of hunting for clients? You could be missing out on regular inbound opportunities, all because your website isn't on the first page of Google. Perhaps you're already spending money on marketing, but your website is failing to convert your hard-earned visitors into a consistent flow of leads and sales. 
Want to learn more about WebChoice's unusual approach that brings idle clients straight to you? Book a free digital marketing assessment today at webchoiceuk.com. That's webchoiceuk.com.